Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. That should be a Friday because I'm feeling Friday vibes, but nevertheless, she persisted. Nevertheless, it's a Thursday, which is really wild coming from us considering we took yesterday Monday, was our off. first show of the week. But this week has just been grind. Meetings, 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 podcast, 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 photo shoot, photo shoot, photo shoot. So I'm actually vlogging my week in New York. Mm-hmm. And last night I had some downtime, so I started putting it all together. And it is so juicy and like mm. jam-packed. So one, you should become a Patreon member so that you get it when it goes live. You could see what we've been up to and why today feels like a Friday, even though technically for us it's like a Tuesday. Tuesday. But not at all no it's been a long week i've been very social this week my social battery is at an all-time low like we're supposed to go to dinner tonight like there's a 75 percent chance i don't show up like i'm not okay no and everyone's trying to like make the dinner like a big party pre-game etc no i just want just dinner, dinner. yeah no i'm you guys are listening we I need to like i want level my dinner now. now we need to level everyone's expectations for tonight because i have nothing to give but you always say that and then there she is well i show up for my girl i show up for my girl who? That's what you're saying, you. But I don't need to go to the clubs. No, I show up for my girl. Okay. That's one it's thing about me. me. I'm going to show up for my girl. It's for me then. Um, we've got a great show. Last night was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, second to last episode, mm-hmm. and the season premiere of Salt Lake City, which I did not watch because I forgot. And I wasn't in the mood. I watched because I had to watch everything live because on my TV in my hotel, like I had to watch commercials. And so I watched Beverly Hills live, then Salt Lake City, and then watch what happens live. I'm literally... Two and a half hours. I did all my homework. Oh, good. Okay. So I got Beverly Hills. Yeah. And that's really the most important thing that we need to recap. And then I'll just set the scene for where we're at in Salt Lake City. Nothing crazy happened, but the dynamics have shifted and that is not what they usually are. Speaking of different cities, I think you have an announcement for everyone today, don't you? I have a number of announcements. Okay, hit it. First, I actually have to start with the most important. I got my hair cut. (gasps) I read about it at page six. And um, it's a different... New lease on life. It's a whole new... Sometimes you get a haircut and it's like, okay, your hair was done yesterday and it's done today. But like you guys can really tell a difference. It's shorter, it's healthier. If you guys are curious what I ask for, especially in this case, I said cut off, take off everything dead and then add layers. But sometimes when they take off everything dead, it's going to be shorter than you Bob. want. So you have to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. But if it's dead, it's dead and I don't want it. So that's what I said. And I'm really happy. You look great. And I feel lighter. I got Botox. So I'm shifting towards less expression. I still can raise my eyebrows and stuff today, but tomorrow you couldn't catch me. You won't, you won't know what she's feeling. She'll be a mystery. You me emoting tomorrow. Mysterious girl. You're going to have this air of mystery tomorrow. Love that for me. Just like Bruno and Theo's friend, mystery. Uh-huh. And 
Other, I guess, equally important announcement is that I am doing a spritz meet and greet on Friday, October 7th in. Where is she going? You guys will never guess. Never. Where will she be? Let me guess. Let me guess. Here. Here's a clue. Spring? Summer? Here's, here's a clue. Joggers? I'm going to Atlanta for yeah, that's a spritz right. meet and greet on Friday, October 7th at 4.30 p.m. at Total Wine at Acre Mills in Atlanta. That is 2955 Cobb Parkway, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30339 if you want to put that And what country your, is that? USA. USA. No, like <clears throat> if you're in if Atlanta. You want to put that into your navigation, it's um, Total Wine at Acre Mills in Atlanta. We, but between like the month of October, like we are hitting the New York toasters. We are hitting the Georgia toasters. We see you. We appreciate you. And we're going to come meet and greet you. Yeah. There will be meeting and there will be greeting. There will be greeting for sure. And I think there might be sleeting. What's that? It's not like weather. Sleet. Sleet. Uh, sleet. Yeah. I don't know if they get a lot of sleet in Georgia. There will definitely be heating because I get really hot at those meet and greets. You do. I'm pretty temperature controlled. Yeah. When we did the one in Fort Lauderdale, I literally like my hair was huge. I was not okay. Sweat dripping down my neck. And Jackie was like, can we turn the air down? It's like a little cold in <laughs> I'm here. catching a chill. Everyone was like on death's door. It was so hot in that store. And Jackie was like, I don't have a sweater. I could go for a cashmere. snack. A little cashmere. Um, so that'll be super fun. And what else should we catch up on before we dive in? Oh, what are the stories today? If you're today? looking for a little more Jax today, you're like, mm, I missed oh. her. I just could use some more Jax in my life. I'm on Sophia with an F today. We recorded together this week. It was so much fun. I'm so glad the episode is like here now and I don't have to wait, wait because we had such a great chat it was actually my first time meeting her which is crazy because she's done this show a few times but and we talk we, about her like all the time all the time and I talk about her podcast all the time because I'm always listening to it she always has great guests and she's so funny she is no. so funny she's so funny she posted a clip where you were like we've literally never met because like I was on maternity leave and she's like Really, Jackie? Using your baby as an excuse? It, she's like low-key, like like a comedian. No, she's hysterical. And the whole episode was so funny. And I love her podcast. I listen to it all the time. So I was very excited to be on it. So check that out after you listen to today's episode. Yeah, don't go because, anywhere. Yeah, don't go anywhere. But it's really good stuff. And she asked me some like really great questions. I'm always curious what when I go on another podcast, like what people want to ask me about. Like what do they see that I'm doing that they're like, Talk to me about so that. So what did she ask you about? She asked me like what it was like to be a redhead, especially like, growing up. And like it's such a big part of my story. But nobody has ever really asked me that in like on a podcast or anything. It was such a great question. I just felt so seen. A hundred percent. So what was it like growing up a redhead? It's redhead. hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And fellow redheads know you just when you're a kid, you just want to be like everyone else. You want to wear what everyone else is wearing. Like you don't want to stand out. And you don't want like so much attention. And From you don't want to be like different. Yeah. And when you're a redhead, you have no choice. No, like we couldn't go out to dinner and like run run into some uh, run into someone who wouldn't make a comment about but your I hair. But I don't even care about like oh, I went to dinner with my family and someone was like over. Like I care about school. Mm -hmm. You know, I can totally. handle the comments from like adults. Adults like oh, what beautiful hair. But like at school, you just like where did blend she come in. from? <laughs> <laughs> at school, you want to blend in. That's true. And so we had some really great combos. Check that out. I love Check that. I'm going to listen to it. You should. Yeah. I think you'll get to know me on a deeper level. I usually wait for all the reels to come out. Like, I love Sophia's, like, TikToks and reels. One thing about me, like, if your podcast has vertical video, like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. That's why you're in on the morning toast. I'm all in on the morning toast. I'm going to get the morning toast tattooed on my vagine. You should. No, actually, if I really wanted to get it appropriately placed, I think I would get it on my fupa. Why? Because I just feel like my fupa is the third co-host. Like, I talk about it all the time. 
and she's getting smaller, but like, I think it's really important to note, like, I still have a FUPA, like a big one. Is that sad? Like I've lost 35 pounds and like my FUPA's not, actually not gotten smaller. Well, as stated, like your FUPA is third co-host, like she's not gonna just leave so Right, quickly. no, she's stubborn. She's not going anywhere. 100%. She'll I love to pry her away with her cold, cold dead, dead hands. I'm um, speaking of cold dead hands. Did you see that High School Musical, the musical, the series has recast some of the losers from the original? Um, Lucas Grabeel, Bart Johnson, the dancing cheerleader, Corbin Blue and Taylor, the scholastic decathlon girly, um, they're all joining the series for the next season. Good. Yeah. Love that. Synergy. I'm really happy for Bart Johnson. Me too. All his hard work paid off. But they will have to play like the actors because the thing about that show, it's like... The, the High School Musical exists. As a movie. movie. Yeah, no, you're right. It's so meta. It's so weird. It's psychotic. It's a lot to wrap your head around. High School Musical, the musical, the series. It can be confusing for the campers. like H-S-M-T-S-T-S. That's a lot. So I'm ready to dive in if you are. Yes. So without further ado, do, 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 actually, I'm sorry. I need an update. Everyone needs an update on the Strice Brothers in your house. Um, the Strice Brothers are in my house. And they are doing so well. And for the first night since Bruce got here, he slept in my bed with me last night. And it was so heavenly. I woke up with like a sense of peace until, well, I woke up with a sense of peace because I woke up thinking it was Friday. And then I was. I woke up thinking it was Friday too. And honestly, when I found out that it wasn't in fact Friday, like I don't remember a time in my life where like the earth shattered around me as largely and loudly as it did this morning. Just because we have a particularly torturous day today. Yeah, we do. We have so much to do today. Honestly, moguls. Moguls. So you're saying my boy got an A plus on his report card. He's been nothing short of wonderful. No accidents. He's very, he loves to bark. It's kind of annoying, but he's excited. So I'm excited. He won't be silenced. No, no. And if he was, it would be because he was silenced, not because he was he silent. He never be silent. No, never. Mommy's angel. I'm so proud of you. Mommy loves you so. I miss my Streisand. He's, he's working being really cute. He's working on his memoirs at Claudia's house. Memoirs of Streisand. I think he's going to call it Shifting Streisands. That's good. My but I, time as a Streisand brother. <laughs> I think it's going to be called Memoirs of a Streisand. That's what I think. Sound off in the comments. What, what should Bryce to- call his memoir? <laughs> what should my dog call his memoir? Yeah. Let well, us know. Not you calling him a dog. Just so people know what the fuck we're I talking know, about. I know, I know. If in you're case new this here. this is your first day, Bryce is my baby boy dog. If you're watching on YouTube, this is what he looks like. And he's an angel from heaven up above, and he's working on his memoirs. Memoirs of a Streisand. Shifting Streisands. That's a really good one, too. Yeah. Okay. And then At least he has options. What would Theo's be called? Do to do, do I? <laughs> you know something like that. <laughs> do to do something like yeah. Do to do, do to do. You remember or like with further a do to do. Yeah, without no, but further introduction. <laughs> something like that. We'll sound off in the we comments. Workshop, we got to workshop. It. So sound off in the comments. What should Bruce and Bryce's <laughs> Trice's memoirs be called? Unless they co-author it. No. They have a rivalry. Have you seen it yet? Uh, what do you mean? Have I seen it? I was the one who told you about it the first Lino time Bryce stayed with me. sit on Theo to get him out of the way. Yeah, no. The thing is, is it's not really going to come to a head because they're not confrontational people. But um, there is like this undercurrent of jealousy and, and real strife between the two. The strife, they're the Strife <laughs> brothers. <laughs> and um, 
they're definitely keeping each other at arm's length while Bruce is staying with us. For sure. But when they were in Florida, they were getting along better than ever. So I think it's just like something about this town. It no, just it's makes claustrophobic. So yeah. competitive. No, like they had room to breathe when they were out together at your house. In my apartment, there's nowhere really to run. There's only room for one king, Charles. It, it's true. Yeah. Oh, we have royal news today, so let's get into it. So without further ado, do, 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 here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Solo Stove. We're entering fall, and there's just really something special about fall that brings us all closer together. I think it's the chili on the stove, but it could be, you know, the crisp air, the changing of the leaves, the new boots you got. But with the smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove, you can create fabulous moments easier than ever. Enjoy all the warmth and comfort of a fire pit, plus portability, quick setup, and cleaning, and best of all, no smoke. So if you want to upgrade your backyard with a solo stove fire pit, you can create story-worthy moments with the, without the fireside fumes. So having a nice like outdoor fire pit is a real luxury in life. And to get like a big one built in your house is so expensive. And then like you can only use it at your house. But with solo stove, it's a much more affordable way to get a fire pit. They're engineered to be smokeless. And then literally when you're done with it, like, oh, you're going on a trip, going camping, throw it in the trunk. It's really a no-brainer. If I had a house, I would buy a solo stove and I don't even have a house and I do have a solo stove because we love to take trips to the mountains you know check out the local we're a scenery BYOS. we're a BYOS type of family it's super built to last the stainless steel construction is designed to regulate airflow burn more efficiently there'll be so little smoke you'll wonder how there's so much fire it's the perfect catalyst for getting outside spending time with family and friends and you can build lasting memories around a solo stove fire pit they're brilliantly engineered to be easy to use and built to last it's easy to light with just a few bits of starter, your fire will be blazing in minutes. They are so confident that you'll love it. They offer a lifetime warranty and a free 30-day return policy. So you can use it for 30 days, you know, if it's not for you, which, <clears throat> are you okay? You can return it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Solo stove fire pits are truly everything of the sort. You can prepare for your best outdoor memories and save big during the Solo Stove fall event. Plus, if you use promo code TOAST at solostove.com, you'll get an extra $10 off. That's S-O-L-O. S-T-O-V-E dot com promo code toast for $10 off on top of the fall event deals. Hurry, the fall event ends November 10th, so you can save at the fall event and then also get another uh, $10 off at solostove.com promo code toast. Great. Okay, our first story is royal news. I said we would be talking about the queen until October, and I'm so sorry, Her Majesty up above, but I failed you because... It was fine. Like, we, we exhausted I know, it for I, sure. No, everyone, like, didn't want to hear about it anymore, but I shouldn't have caved to the pressure. No, you should have, no, and I'm glad you did. I wish that we had been talking about her every single day since. But no, I feel, I feel really good about what we did, honestly. We'll make up for it today because Queen Elizabeth II's cause of death has been revealed. No, for sure. I got this people notification this morning, and I didn't even click and it. she was murdered. Because when you're... Nine 97 like the cause of death is um god like it's not well her official cause of death is old age but no it, i was curious it is like, yeah that's a cause of death yeah like natural causes as opposed to like she got sick with something right murder right poison poison my money's on camilla parker in the in the saloon with the vial what's also interesting is the certificate revealed that she died on september 8th at 3 10 p.m so remember that day we were like is she already dead? They're waiting to make the announcement. Wait, but they we found out it was a work day. It was a work day, but they're ahead of us in time. So was it a Friday that we found out? I never said Friday. You said Saturday. No, I didn't. Wait. I said September 8th, 3, 10 p.m. You didn't say Saturday? No. I'm telling you, 
something's off with me because you said Saturday. <laughs> Roll it back. No, no. I might, uh, you know what? On that one, I might be wrong. And then the royal family announced the queen's passing three hours later. So it was three oh, hours. Oh, we got it the week. same day. Okay. And I feel like some people thought it was 24 hours, mm-hmm. 12 hours. So three hours. That feels right. Just yeah. like a redhead's rating. I, you don't listen, but that's an inside joke with us. That feels right. That not you attacking me again. People sounded off in the comments yesterday. And by the way, there was literally equal. There was like a lot of people said that that you attacked me first. Like I was actually reading the comments because I wanted to know, like, am I delusional? Um, it, it was mixed, but I would say I don't know that it was equal. Oh, I would. I would say if maybe if it wasn't equal, then it was more on my side. Yeah. Okay. So let's tally it up. Send off in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> That's something we can easily prove. But um, well, what were you talking about? That the queen, us? three hours. Yeah, no, I don't feel like they would have kept that from us because there needs to be a sovereign. Like if someone's dead, like they need to move quickly. Yeah. But also, I guess, like, you know, if they wanted to lie, like, they could lie on the death certificate. But I don't think that they did. No, because that's a piece of history. Yeah. No, I don't think that they did. I don't think that they did. Because I don't think there was anything nefarious about her death. Like, her time, it was no, her time. No, but just how long did it take for everyone to get there? Well, that's the thing. Now we can look back at the footage of, like, Harry getting to Balmoral. And they were taking a long time. And I think it was because everyone was having trouble getting there. So now that we know what time she died, we'll know who was there for her last breaths. Yeah, but we know that Harry wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know who else might have missed it. Also, I did see um, an article that she died with her corgis in the room. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really, really, like, I'm, I'm moved and by I that. And I feel like that's something you needed to know. No, I'm deeply moved by that. I really am. Yeah. Also, a little more royal news. Just section one, subset B, because I won't, I won't make it two stories. I don't want to offend everyone. Harry and Meghan are desperate to edit their Netflix show and memoir after the king's, queen's death. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are making a dramatic U-turn on their upcoming Who's projects. Who's this from? This is from page six. Okay. In their upcoming projects in the wake of Queen Elizabeth's death, multiple sources told page six. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have been working on a docuseries as part of their multi-million dollar Netflix deal for more than a year. Netflix chiefs had hoped to air the docuseries in December after the fifth season of The Crown premieres on November 9th. Now we're told that the couple want to make more edits to the hotly anticipated show, which would potentially push back its release until later in 2023. Also, Harry's memoir, originally scheduled for release from Penguin... Is it called Shifting Strices? <laughs> it's called... Um, I'll have to work on it. Yeah. Um, I thought you actually had the title. No, 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 no. I wonder what it's going to be called. You know what? I think it'll be called... I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. And I, I hate to be like a hater of Meghan and Harry because I feel like they get a lot of hate and a lot of it like is unnecessary. But, like, for people who wanted privacy, like, they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot. Like, a docuseries, like, that's really low level. It's giving Living Lohan. Like, it's a lot. That's all I want to say. Yeah. Like, they came here for privacy but to escape. We- they have more. Now, after all these projects they did, they have more money than God. They don't need to do things for a while. And, like, it's a lot. That's all I'm going to say. When are we going to, like, move on? I mean, I've forgotten that that's what they said initially, privacy, because it seems like the last thing they want is privacy. You don't do a podcast if you want privacy. No, a podcast about other people, that actually, that I understand. A docu-series and a memoir, like, that's not private. Yeah. That's about your life. Well, a memoir is, like, something you can just put out, aside from, like, a press tour and the fact that you're, like, going to probably spill a lot of tea... It's some, that's like, I feel like you could be a private person and, and write a No, book. I actually don't think so. Not the way that I feel like this Not book is going to be. Not the way that I feel like this book is going to be too. Also, considering his book was supposed to come out in November, it's already been pushed back until sometime next year because of the Queen's death. So it's like, well, one, so if the Queen was still alive, you would have published this book that's obviously 
too offensive to publish now that she's dead? No, I think, but okay, so my question about the Netflix thing, and it applies to the book too. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love like Harry not handing in any of his projects on time. Um, uh, like that's literally me in school. Do you think that the show is being edited because A, it was too disrespectful to the queen now that she's dead, or now that the queen is dead, they can spill more tea. Like they don't, like she was the one who really, according to them, like their relationship is definitely severed with the family, but the queen and them are good, Lilibet. Like she was their ally, according to them. So now that she's gone, now is it all bets are off? Are they going to make it worse or better? That's an interesting point. One that I hadn't considered. I thought that they wanted to take stuff out. Also, many royal experts have said that King Charles is holding off giving the title of prince and princess to their children until these projects come out. No, if I was Prince Charles, like, I might do that, too. It's like, a shrewd move. Yeah, no, it's like... Because you can't take it away. Once you have it. You can't be, like, tip for... T- like, I mean, maybe you could, but that would look really bad. Petty. And to, like, punish the kids. No, it ain't right. But it's like, you want to be in the fold or no? Let's see. Right, right, right. No, that's very interesting. So, um, I guess I... The, I think this article I, I, says they would be editing it to downplay some of the things they said about Charles, Camilla, William, and Kate. Now that... Charles is like the official king, perhaps. And maybe just because... They're trying. If it's coming out... Well, one, I do think they should push it because anything that comes out in the next few months, like people are feeling very... Pro-queenie. Pro-queenie. And I think this has reminded a lot of people of like the role that they do play. Yeah, it would be distasteful. It's not their time. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not the time to speak your truth. That's true. So... (sighs) I, I mean, I knew that they had this Netflix deal. I feel like I've spoken about it. I guess just now in this moment, it's really settling in for me that like they're doing a reality show. You want to call it a docuseries? It's a reality it's show. It's coming out Colton. It's Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Like <laughs> it's a reality show. Um, and I'm only now kind of ingesting that. And it's hella tacky. I'm sorry. It is. Especially for two people who we've all championed to like have their privacy, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of things you can do as a public figure. I feel like. There are a lot of good examples of celebrities who like do do a lot, but I still don't feel like in the slightest they've been like overexposed. And Harry and Meghan are, and it's partially that like, you know, the same way Chrissy Teigen, like people keep writing about them, maybe not to their, like they wouldn't prefer it that way. So I think part of it is like, it's a lot of overexposure at this point, but they keep doing more projects and like revealing more. And I'm just feeling like um, it's a lot in the words of Tasha. No, to do a podcast, to write a book and a docu-series. The podcast doesn't bother me because- Honestly, I was disappointed in a sense that it was literally about other people and like she was, you know, women in media, narrative well, there's hero. there's only been like two episodes. So I think eventually, if you want to do a podcast like once a week for the rest of your life, like you're going to have to share. Let me tell you my favorite thing about Harry and Meghan is that they have all these projects and literally three things have come out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they have Netflix, they have book, they have Spotify. And, and so far- Disney. Right, Disney Plus. And, and Apple- and Apple Mental Health. So far, we got two episodes of a podcast. I love that they took all these, these projects and literally never put anything out. It's it's actually funny. And also, didn't Harry also get like a job for a mental health company? Yeah, that was like, you know, PR. Like he got a job. Like, Is he still working there? I don't know. But the people on TikTok are going to love him because if you're an influencer, you have to work hard. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be multi-hyphenate. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, honestly. I hope, I really do hope, because at the end of the day, these people are family. I'm never, I'm, I never advocate for families being broken. I think, mm. you know, no matter what's happened, as family, like, you can always find your way back to each other. You really can. So hopefully this update um, is a good sign. Yeah. I, I just feel like 
the break has already come. Like, but the, you can always find your way back to family. I don't know for these people. I really don't know. Like, they made their choice, and they when they left, and I think when they left, everyone was like, okay, this is like what's best for you and, and you're not gonna you're gonna live in Canada and you're not gonna be a part of a royal family and like I can understand how that's not for everyone to do right and but I don't think that's what what caused the huge break and but then there was Oprah right I think and yeah. like that's you really can't take that back right I don't and I think the queen and I from what I've been seeing recently too like the queen loved Harry mm-hmm. she was and, he was her favorite and so I think that was them that was their like watered down version of stuff like for her sake right now that she's gone i think it's all, all bets, bets are off. off i think charles and will i think they all hate each other no i think i think she was the glue for sure yeah um and she definitely had a very soft spot for harry because he was definitely her favorite and i think she, he had a soft spot for her and like held back yeah Right, that was their version of of holding back. So, like, there's more. Yeah. But it sounds like now that they're going back and editing all this stuff, it says to make it better. Yeah. So, you, like, so what you're saying is with the death of Queenie, we're getting further away from For, a reunion. Yes. Okay, that's so sad. Because, like, obviously this is gossip and we all, like, you know, we, like, you know, feed off of it. But it's a family. And it's very sad brothers. Be like you and I not talking. It'd be terrible. Yeah, but like for me, it was sad three years ago, and now it's just the no. Now, now it's, it's still just, sad. It is what it is. It's still sad. Like you know what? It makes me sad, especially after last night's Beverly Hills. Totally. Oh my god, I was so emotional during that conversation. Yeah, and I, I just I was so I had so many conflicting feelings. Yeah, I have a, a deep hatred for Lisa Renna. Oh, deep that I'm not conflicted about. Honestly, it was. It was crazy to see someone so, and I don't use this word lightly, so evil. And so... Knowingly coming between family. Getting like, so... You could see the joy she was getting out of it. It was giving Denise, you're so angry. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do blame... I do partially blame Kyle for not seeing that. Yeah. Because in this moment, like, Kyle is has every right to be upset. Kathy said bad things about her. Um, but the fact that she's been around these women for so long and been on the show for so long, she's not dumb. And she couldn't see how manipulative Lisa was being. And even though Kathy really had no right to be angry because she was there apologizing. And she came. She swallowed her motherfucking pride. She came tail between her legs, tears in her eyes. And I believed her. But Kathy, now after this conversation, Kathy has every right to be angry. Now. The fact that she can't, like, that her sister refuses to see, refuses to be blind to the fact that Lisa is making this into... If you ever said to me, like, you're my sister, but these girls are like Oh, sisters, my God. That, what's that mean? All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> literally. Literally. They've been like sis. What? I, that was a crazy fucking thing to no, say. So, uh, you know what? Some people are, like, maybe aren't so close with their family, and they yeah. have friends who are like family. But then you, then let's call the relationship what it is. Like, then... The sisterhood is, then is they'll not. be back to where they were. Right. You know? It was, we'll get into the recap. We'll get into it. But, but it's always sad, right, when it it's family. It made me particularly sad. Yes, agreed. Okay, next story. I, we just have to mention this because everyone's talking about it. The Try Guys? The Try Guys. Yeah. I need you to explain as best as possible what it is. Yeah. I have no idea. They're a group of YouTubers okay. that got popular. 
um, because they try things. So they're the try guys. They like make videos, like trying stuff. It's very simple. Love that. For them. I actually and they have a podcast, phone? and they are going to pause their podcast for a week amid the scandal because of Ned Fulmer's infidelity. I made a TikTok. I was like, somebody please explain to me what. Oh, my phone's over there. Someone please explain to me what all this is. Um, and let me read the comments to you because you know the toasters were really helpful. Great. A lot of the toasters are like big try guy fans, so this was like big breaking news. Thank you and so yes, much. And yes, I could have read an article explaining what it is, but I wouldn't like trust an article to actually give me like the, the relevant tea. information. And I want to hear it from the horse's mouth and experts. Um, okay. The tripod is what, oh, that's a cute name. Very cute. People are like, it's literally my childhood. Like I'm obsessed with the try guys. Hold on, on. These comments are like, yeah. It's so crazy how people could be so famous these days. Like Millie, like, and I've never heard of them. Oh, and right. It's, same, it's in every category. Like, Okay, they started as like one of the content channels on BuzzFeed. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And then they went out on their own and they have like a super successful YouTube life, podcast life. And they're these guys who try stuff. And one of them is Ned. He's married. And it surfaced on Reddit that there were pictures of him making out with a woman in public, having an affair. And then to add another layer, it's this woman who works for the Try Guys. So it was like HR violation when the photos surfaced and hours later they announced like Ned is not with us anymore. And he was married? Yeah. Okay. To uh, Ariel. And everyone loves Ned and Ariel. Like ship, ship, ship. So like people are taking it personal. Okay. Now I do think it's funny how like you can have an affair um, and they get fired from your job. I guess the, the part that makes it like fireable is that the woman you were having an affair with works for the company. Right. So um, that I understand. But like... Like, let's say I started having an affair and you kicked me, kicked me off the podcast. That would like, be insane. It's weird when, like, your personal life... You know what it reminds me of? KFC. Yes! Oh, yeah. my God. Twin flames. Twin flames. Um, Yeah, because, like, he was getting dragged on the internet and, like, at work for having an affair. And, like, it's bad to have an affair, but, like, that really has nothing to do with your job. Yeah. The only thing is, like, Barstool, it's, like, their personal lives are fodder. Yeah. But he didn't lose his job. He just no. had to deal with it. And I think that, like, actually, in hindsight, it the was way punishment. it all played out, like, that was... Yeah. It was I punishment mean, was enough. Pregnant. Like, it was really, was really bad. bad. Yeah. Um. And somehow, like, the toast group was involved. Do you remember? Yeah, the toast but I don't group? remember I'm, the details. Like, the way one of my biggest life regrets, to pull out the list of my life regrets, not getting in the cop car, not going to the Kanye West concert, and starting the Morning Toasters Facebook group. That will go down in history as one of the biggest regrets of my life. Like, Claudia's um, And also, on the list of stories I tell multiple times, you can add the Keenan Thompson Uber driver thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I wrote that list out yet. Let's start oh, let's it. start Claudia's rep repeated stories. Obviously, Genesis, Genesis funeral. funeral. Even though, like, we've shamed you into stopping mentioning it in and a you know what? ironic way. It was fucked up, okay? Second thing I mentioned, Keenan and his SNL Uber drivers. Keenan's Uber drivers. What else do I, like, constantly repeat? Well, sound off in the comments. Sound off in the comments, yeah. Like, what stories are you guys done hearing from me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, good. I'm glad we're keeping a list of that. Okay, so the Try Guys um, are pausing their podcasts to Taking deal with some time off. his infidelity. Um, I can't believe this is such a big story, no. considering I've never heard of these people and he had an affair. Yeah, no, it's like a niche corner of the internet, but a big one. And he had an affair. It's like, it's like crazy, I guess. Like, people have affairs every day, you know? Not that it's okay, but it's just like, it's not that crazy. It's not like one of them, like, murdered the other, and you know? he's And now he won't be a try guy. No, and he released a statement being like, it was a mutual decision. I need to focus on my wife and my family. They have kids. Like, it's bad. Like, he's... I, like, I know people like the try guys, but I like the stry guys. By the way, 
try guys greater than try guys and they would never pull something like this no no they value family honor they honor those values faith family fluff i don't know fluff faith family fluff <laughs> so that's what's going on with the try guys uh if you're like a try girl um I'm sorry. It's it's hard when like you know the show you love. At the end of the day, like your favorite podcast is breaking up, or not even breaking up, just shifting. Like it'll never be the same again. That must have been how people felt when the breath got canceled. Like for real, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But look at us now. Like the toast is so much better than the breath. So in maybe in a year from now, you'll be like, you know, I'm so glad that guy Ned left. It's so much better without him. You know? Yeah, maybe. But no one had to leave. Like we still had like original um, recipe. Actually, we had to leave. <laughs> right? But at least we were still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was wherever like the same. we go, like that's the vibe. Whatever it takes. I know I can make it through. Mm. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story that's brought to you by Kitsch. Yes. Hair care is the new skincare, and there's one brand that has taken it to the next level. With a cult-like following, Kitsch has created game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. Like, when you have as much hair as me, like, hair care is a full routine. And I really just took for granted that I have good hair for over the last couple of years. But as you get older, like that's like not, you can't rely on that. Like you actually have to start taking care of your hair. I've started sleeping with a satin pillowcase that I got from Kitsch. It's made a huge difference in my hair. Like I don't have to give myself a full blowout every morning and also my skin. Um, so I also have like claw clips from Kitsch. Here's what they offer. They were started in 2010, just selling hair ties, but they hustled, they dreamed, and they are now a self-funded female founded carried in over 20,000 retail locations. So the satin pillowcase, um, eye masks and caps are vegan and cruelty free. And it's not like silk, which is made from silk worms. They're so good for your hair and your skin while you sleep. It's nice to be proactive without having to do anything like just going to sleep, you know? They also have shampoo and conditioner bars, which are super good for the environment. It's all a part of Bottle Free Beauty. They have heatless satin curling rollers. So if you don't want to run a curling iron through your hair every single day, I have the heatless curlers, but I learned about them before they became a sponsor. I learned about it from TikTok because they went like crazy viral on TikTok. Um, you literally don't need like a $100 curling iron anymore. You just need your heatless curlers and you can reuse them. They have quick dry hair towels, which is so good for someone like me because my hair... Um, will stay wet for 24 hours. It works like a dream and they're classic hair ties and scrunchies. So they are offering 30% off your entire order at mykitch.com slash toast. That's 30% off anything and everything at mykitch, which is spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash toast. One more time is mykitch.com slash toast to get 30% off your order. Great. Thank you so much, Claudia. You're welcome for all the songs and all the ways that you are. What is the word? I'll Google it. I kind of like not knowing. And we can make something up. Yeah. What can I say except get a welcome for all the links and all the codes that you save. I love Ooh, it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, it's giving jingle. It's giving jingle. But do you want to know? What the real Am I are? right that it's for all the yeah. things? I'm what can I say except you're welcome. welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay. I like mine better. <laughs> but I knew I, I knew I was missing something. Yeah. I knew. Our next story. Chloe Grace Smarts is opening up about. Throwback. Um, throwback. CGM. She is talking about a meme with an altered photo likening her to a family guy character that made her a recluse with anxiety. So oh. I'm going to show you. I'm not just familiar to see with the meme. If you remember. Oh, I do. 
So Chloe Grace Moretz has admitted that a viral meme mocking her appearance made her withdraw from the spotlight and left her dealing with anxiety. Hmm. The actress told Hunger Magazine that an internet joke where her photo was altered to make her resemble a long-legged Family Guy character resulted in her suffering from body dysmorphia. Of course. Quote, I just remember sitting there and thinking, my body is being used as a joke and it's something that I can't change about who I am and it is being posted all over Instagram. <coughs> oh my God, I'm so ew. sorry. Like, you okay? It's just coffers for Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) On social media platforms, an image of her carrying a pizza in a hotel was posted next to the cartoon persona, legs go all the way up, Griffin. This photo got manipulated into a character for family guy with the long legs and the short torso and was one of the most widespread memes at the time. The actress told the publication about the 2016 snap. In real life, she looked chic in black shorts and black heels Mm -hmm. that showed off her figure. She explained, everyone was making fun of my body and I brought it up with someone and they were like, oh, shut the fuck up, it's funny. No, I wouldn't have told her, shut the fuck up, it's funny because she's entitled to her feelings, but I would have... You know, I would have made, I would have tried to make her feel better being like, people aren't making fun of the actual picture of you. It's an edited version of you, of you. So it's not really your body. I would have, like, I think I would focus on that. Disassociate. It's actually not you that they're making fun of. It's an edited. It's still painful, especially when it's so widespread. And I feel really good knowing that. I don't think I ever posted that photo. I don't, um, it's not like an iconic meme photo for no, me. me. But neither. for her, obviously, like it shook her. I think Chloe, I was thinking about Chloe Grace Moretz like a month ago. Like, so random. Like, what the fuck happened to her? Like, she was so poppin'. Well, she just said she, it just made her a recluse. No, but like, I don't think like the the enormous drop in her career came from this meme. Yeah. Just feels like she was everywhere all at once and then never seen again. I just feel like now there are so many, like at the time she was like, one of one but now it feels like there are so many flowy from netflix flowy face moretz is that's so true like so many like young blonde good actresses yeah because you know who she kind of looks like who miss flow yeah 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 no you're 100 percent right there's just like a dime a dozen cgms now yeah because like they all like you get popular from one movie on netflix and suddenly you have a whole career and like 10 million instagram followers yeah no you're totally right so that's really sad no that is sad and it's crazy because I feel like you wouldn't think that something like this would affect someone so much especially someone as like famous and talented as her it's like oh you I just assume that like she lo- saw that rolled her eyes yep. but no Moved it really on. affects people and you never know what it's gonna be that's really going to like st- uh, like be seared into someone's mind you know what this reminds me of hmm. poot has Demi spoken about poot yes what has and she it said really bothered her really yes And let me use this as a time to remind you that Demi goes by she, they pronouns. So I will be using the she pronouns. She said like it really fucked her up because like it, because that wasn't even really Photoshopped. It was like this weird angle, like the camera malfunctioned, but like it was her. And I remember her addressing it, like not finding it funny. Oh, I didn't know she addressed it. I didn't know that she didn't find it funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's very similar so that's what it reminded me of i did not think that's what you were gonna say i did not think we'd be talking about cgm today i totally forgot about chloe grace moretz yeah well she's on the cover of hunger magazine looking gorgeous and that's a low because what is hunger magazine no but here's the thing when you're a celebrity you do fake magazine you covers. do fake magazine covers for like the pictures to have and post to instagram and for pull quotes and it's just like no it's so true all like, fakeness like what the fuck is wonderland magazine yeah, but celebrities now so are many, always are on the cover. Like that's a great looking cover. She looks gorgeous. She could post it to her Instagram. She can tell her truth and move on. I feel like she became very um, fashion-y during the peak of her career, and maybe that's where she's kind of been existing because she was like the face of Louis Vuitton for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she's just like a fashion girly now. 
Maybe, or maybe she's in stuff that we just don't watch. Yeah. Let me go to her IMDb. You love to go to somebody's IMDb to get just the full picture. Just to see what projects they have in the works, mm-hmm. what I missed along mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, she was that girl for a while. In yeah. Kick-Ass, remember that? The thing is, obviously, you can't be that girl forever. But to go from being that girl to like someone whose name I genuinely forgot, like that's like a crazy drop. No, she's got a lot of stuff going on, but Good nothing that you've seen. And I hope she's happy. I really do. Yeah. Me as well. Yeah, wishing her the best. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. It's some exciting podcasting news. Is it Stassi? Yeah. Yeah. Stassi, straight up with Stassi, is back. Stassi Schroeder has brought her podcast back, straight up with Stassi, dropped two episodes to premiere yesterday. She's, I think she's already charted at number two in all okay, categories. When I checked last night, she was number two. She's still number two. Good for her. And this is exciting news for the podcast world because. Stassi is an OG No, this must be how it felt when the breath turned into the toast. Like, we only made everyone wait two months and we got two years from Stassi. Yeah. But um, I think if you're a really big Stassi fan and you loved her podcast, which she had like a lot of really diehard fans, like you're really excited about this. She has been podcasting on Patreon. So if like you were dying for content, you did have something. Um, But I feel like the fact that she took a long time means like she's going to be delivering like extremely different content because the girl who we know now is now a mom is two years out of like a major scandal, is married, is very different. I think it'll be like a much more evolved podcast. And I think, I mean that in a positive way. Yeah, but also like every, like even this podcast that we've been doing it like for two years, but like it's more evolved. Like It's so different. Evolve As a over human. time. And I think this is really exciting for the podcasting world. Yeah, no, honestly, I forgot that she's like an OG podcaster. And she's a pro. Because it's and been, she was podcasting before bef- anyone else, before it was like really considered a popular thing. It was like kind of weird. She was like that bitch. No, it wasn't so popular in like this category of like pop culture, Bravo. No, it was uh, or it wasn't? Wasn't. No, it was like started. NPR. Yeah, it was more like news and yeah. Joe Rogan and yeah. all of that. So I'm glad that she's back. Yeah, that's really exciting. Really exciting, and I'm happy for her, and looking forward to hearing more of her life. You just reminded me because we were talking about like scandals. Remind me when we talk about Lisa Rinna. Like, just remind me. Okay, I'll say reminding. You. Yeah. And now, are you ready for our fifth and final story? That's a little bit of a conversation piece that I feel like you're going to get really passionate about. I love being zealous. Yeah. So Tom Hanks spoke with People Ugh. Magazine. Nope. Listen, and he said that he's probably made about four pretty good movies. Agreed. Let's go. Toy he Story said, 1, Toy said, Story 2. That's literally what someone said. Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4. He said, I've made a ton of movies and four of them are pretty good, I think. And I'm still amazed at how films come together from a flicker of an idea to the flickering image on screen. The whole process is a miracle. Did he say which ones? He didn't. So people are now Forrest Gump. Speculating. Big. Here's what pe- some people are saying. One tweet. Wilson. Castaway. One tweet. Forrest Gump, Bridge of Spies, The Terminal, The Green Mile. I disagree. I, I don't know those ones. Next tweet. Gump, Philadelphia, Castaway, Big. That is probably right. I think if it were me, Forrest Gump, Sully. 100%. How, how did we forget Sully? What else is there? Oh, I guess he was in Saving Private with Ryan. Yeah, the thing is, like, the iconic movies that Tom Hanks is famous for, like, I do not know except for Forrest Gump and Big. There's also Polar Express. Uh, wow. A league of their own. No, don't. By the way, my hatred for Tom Hanks is relatively new. Um, I believe he's had a really astounding career. Mm-hmm. But up until recently, it's like he doesn't care about preserving the dignity of that career. He's just like doing trash. 
Yeah. And he's acting out. Like, I saw a video of him, like, literally yelling at paparazzi. And, like, the paparazzi was wrong. Like, they they literally came for Rita. Like, they shoved her out of the way. Like, Rita, get the fuck out of the way. Like, we don't care about you. They were outside Nobu on 57th Street. Like, it was a crazy video. And Tom was like, hi! And I loved it. He was defending his wife. But, like, he shouldn't have been in that situation. Like, you're Tom Hanks. Like, you, like, just get in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like he's kind of, like, on this. And then, you know, Pinocchio now he's doing and the trash dumpster fire performance in Elvis like and he's been doing like a lot of press and like I find his personality like fucking annoying I really do yeah he should stick to the screen yeah stick to the script. not to be like that type like shut up and sing but like seriously shut up and act yeah like well, when he goes on late night I'm like I don't think this man is cute or funny for the record on Rotten Tomatoes not that that means anything but it's it just, doesn't it means nothing his highest rated movie is Toy Story with a hundred percent score okay they're right about that and his lowest rated movie lowest rated movie is My Life in Ruins with a 10 percent score I don't know that film me neither but I do think I mean I think objectively he and especially compared to other actors he's done more than four pretty good yeah. movies especially with all the Toy Stories Captain Phillips there's probably 15 honestly like he's had an amazing right. career but like for him he just sees it as four no and for us like you're always remembered and by the you've got mail isn't that him Mm, is it wait who are we talking about again tom hanks uh is it is it is wait let me go to imdb oh god please no tom hanks he's been in so many movies imdb the thing is he was in that one you can have an amazing career but like unfortunately we live in a culture where shit is like so fast-paced like people really only remember the last thing you did but not for tom hanks i'm not thinking about saving private ryan like i am thinking about elvis so he needs to do something major but i liked elvis so i didn't like him but it's a good movie he's talking about the movies not his performance well that's true the post i never saw oh i never saw that either that was watergate the circle never saw it sully so fucking good so fucking good uh he was in the carly ray jepson music video for i really like you what yeah you're gonna just breeze past that yeah I just feel like I everyone really, needed to really, know that. And that's probably really, one of the ones really, he was talking really about. I really like you. Do you want me? Do you want me? Because I want you too. Justice for Carly Ray. That's a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> he, anything else that I'm seeing that you would know? Like Charlie Wilson's War, The Da Vinci Code, right? He's the main guy. I never watched the movie, but I read the book and I could see it. So I felt like I saw, I saw the movie. Whatever. At least Tom Hanks is self aware. And that's a quality I think is really, really lacking He's in Hollywood. It's lacking in Hollywood. Okay, so I just think that's Sleepless in Seattle, right? Or is that that other guy who looks like Tom Hanks? I think it's that other guy who's like yeah, so yeah. 90s mopey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy with the boombox no. and the big jacket. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. him. And he's like always talking with his mouth closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Tom Hanks needs to do something really big. Well, who is it? Oh, it is Tom. <laughs> Wait, no. Tom Hanks is the guy no. with the boombox? No. Tom Hanks is not the guy with the boombox. But he is in Sleepless in Seattle is what, is what you're saying. I'm telling you, the boombox guy and Sleepless in Seattle guy is the same guy. Let me just Google boombox guy. They're going to know who you're talking about. Of he course. stands outside the window with the boombox over think his head. I think the movie is called... Like, oh, it's Tom Hanks? I'm no, it's not. No, it's... Um, is the movie Say Something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be like... Sky, okay, so say... People are probably screaming. screaming because cast. people, especially like uh, people our age, like are obsessed with that. John gener- Cusack. Yes! And John Cusack is sleepless in Seattle? That's what I just wanted to make sure. Because I don't think it's Tom Hanks. I think it is John Cusack. Me too. John Cusack, let's not forget, is related to Joan Cusack. And their mother must be so proud. Tom Hanks sleepless in Seattle. No. Yes. And John Cusack is not in sleepless in Seattle? That's what you're saying? It seems like he's not. 
He's not another guy? No, I don't. But Victor Garber is another guy in it, apparently. The way I would lay my life and, out on the line for Victor Garber. Who's in it? Matt Smith. Who the fuck is he? What? <laughs> Damon, Damon Targaryen is in Sleepless in Seattle. Show me a picture. Okay. Is he a child? He must be like the newborn baby. Right. Matt Smith, Sleepless in Seattle. I'm Images. Shooketh. He's the mailman. Oh, okay. So, like, humble beginnings. You love to see it. You love to see someone out here hustling and in their 50s, like, hitting their stride. Yeah. Is he 50? That he, makes it even weirder. He's pretty old, I would think. Well, how old? I would say, okay, maybe 40s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, so... Those are the past five. Feel as though you need to know them. Feel as though we need to recap Beverly Hills. Okay, so with Beverly Hills, the whole episode, honestly, was boring, like, until... We got what we needed. Like, I do not need to see Erica doing therapy. I feel like it's such an invasion of privacy. Whenever reality stars do therapy, like, I'm like, this is so not my business. And also, it's like, how can a therapist be equipped for what Erica's going through? No. It's so... Beyond. Beyond and extreme. Like, they don't teach that in therapy school. No, 100%. Reality star. I mean, definitely divorce they could cover. Um, Even scandal, maybe. Like, But, like, this... Level. Public, like, and also human beings aren't like meant to process all of this, like, fame and everyone's opinions. And it, it's just, I don't think that I think she broke the mold 100%. <laughs> With the Lisa Rita thing, the conversation at the end. So I was really surprised because Kathy Hilton is that bitch. She is, I'm sorry. When Lisa Rinna said, when she was like, wait, did all of this start because of 818? Like, yeah, you know that it did. And second of all, her saying that Kathy's jealous of the Kardashians, like, come on. Come on, really? That's not at all what it is. That's not at all what it is. Like, first of all, why why would Kathy be jealous of the Kardashians? Their daughters are friends. Mm-hmm. They've known each other forever. Kathy is enormously successful. Like, they're like I don't I don't get that. No, I don't think that that's true. Kathy like never tried to manage her daughters. Right. Really. Like I I just. I think it's apples and oranges. Yeah. So that was like a delusional thing to say. Classic Rena. Um, and when they got to the house, like I was really surprised to see Kathy come, like, coming with her tail between her legs. Like I didn't think she was that type. I thought maybe she was like, maybe this got so bad because she's like above apologizing, but she's not. Yeah. I thought she might be like, oh, this whole reality show business is not for me. This isn't fun anymore. I'm not filming anymore. Goodbye. That's what I thought too. And the fact that she showed up and then she said, Kyle was like, Lisa's coming later if you want to stay. And she stayed. I was like, damn. I was impressed with Kathy. I was like, really? I did not think she was going to be like that, like eating humble pie. And she, with Kyle, she was just so apologetic. And Kyle like pushed back a little bit and she st- stood her ground and she was still apologetic. But with Lisa, it was like nothing Kathy was going to say was going to be good enough for Lisa. And so Kathy got fucking annoyed. And honestly, I agree. Like, how can you just sit there and like continuously apologize and apologize? And Lisa was having none of it. She was like, well, we need to get to the, the source of why you have a black heart. A and black heart. But really? Like, okay, someone can have an off night without having problems. Right. And then she starts breaking down. She's like, a friend of mine is dying. She has cancer. Like, I broke. Yeah. Also, when Kathy started explaining to Kyle and Kyle didn't believe her, but like, that's what Kathy was saying is what we saw. Like, the whole trip, everyone's picking on her. Like, <gasps> Oh, oh she, thank you for bringing that she up. She didn't get dressed up. And I feel like for her to even like admit yeah. to this was probably really big. Like, I think she felt disrespected the entire trip. One, everyone's picking on what she's wearing. Railing on Two, her. Two, they're railing on her tequila. Three, then they don't try her tequila. They just like keep ignoring her. And then they go to this club and she's not dressed to the nines like everyone else. And I think she was disrespected like all fucking week. And at her age with who she is, like that 
hurt her. I'm so glad that she brought up the the, the clothing thing because I brought it up. Remember, I was yeah. like everyone like making fun of her bag and then her slippers and it was just like nonstop making fun of Kathy and it's like what the fuck and I'm so glad that she brought it up because I felt validated I'm like I would have been pissed too and the way that Kyle was like there's no way or was it Lisa who was like Kyle said Kyle. it in her interview. She's like, that's not what it was. And she compared it to like the hiding of the purse, which is a practical joke. The other thing, what they were doing to Kathy is mocking her. Yeah. It was so rude. And I totally feel that that is a valid reason for her to have gotten so upset. And she's like in the room with the bunk beds while Lisa and who else was staying at the Dorit, house. but then Dorit are left. living like in like queens La La upstairs. Yeah. And if I was her, I would feel disrespected. So then she goes to request a song and again, she's disrespected and she snaps. So all that to say, it's th there's no justification for snapping like that. But I do appreciate the context of what led her to that moment. And she's still in the wrong and she has to apologize. And she did. Like, isn't that all we're ever asking of people is to acknowledge their mistakes? And why I wanted to bring up the whole like cancel culture thing is like, because Lisa Rinna is that person who's going to hold you to your worst moment forever. Like doesn't believe in growth, doesn't believe that human beings make mistakes and it's so hypocritical because who has made more mistakes than Lisa Renna? Right and it's also crazy that Kathy and I we, whenever like something's in an old season or five seasons ago it's like not relevant but Kathy like knows Lisa Renna is like the woman who threw a wine glass at her, at sister. her sister. Yeah no it's funny how like we know all these women in a certain way, but the way they know each other, the way Kathy knows Lisa Renna, and Kat, Lisa keeps saying like, I love Kathy. Like I've known her for years. No, you don't. No, you don't. You may know Kathy, but no. Kathy doesn't know you. Ooh, Kathy confiding in Lisa that night was the best thing that ever happened to Lisa. I know. And, and also she was like, do you know that I locked myself in my room? So she I'm was sure, like, no, because I wasn't even talking to you. No, so how the fuck sure would I know the that? conversation ended and they went to their rooms and then Lisa locked her door. Right. For drama. So that she could say I had to lock myself in my room. It's not like she ran away from Kathy Kathy's banging on the door and right, the door's right. locked. And that's how she would know it was locked. The way I've done a total 180 on Crystal Minkoff, like at the beginning of the season when she was being literal, like so sensitive in the corner, like my feelings, yeah. To now when when the producer was like, who do you believe, Lisa or Kathy? She's like, and the way she said it was like so iconic. I believe Kathy. I'm like, yes. And you know what? To... To have that, those convictions when you're being told that Kathy said bad things about you, you're going to want to believe the person who's telling you that. But she's so clugged because she knows Lisa Rinna is a shit-starting manipulative liar. And Kathy is really, Kathy is too, she's like kind of ditzy. Like she's not manipulative. She's not calculated at all. Like she really doesn't. No, but they're trying to paint her in this light. And the next week's episode looks so good. It feels, because like, every, it feels like Kyle. The wheels are turning for everyone. Like why is everything being leaked? And yeah. you can see how Erica and Lisa are trying to take Kathy down. To to one, to get all the heat off of Erica for a minute. And two, because Lisa just loves to do that. Um, and it does feel like Kyle um, comes to her senses in a bit and is like, like, you not letting this go is putting me in a bad spot. Like, why won't you let this go? And, and even the way that Lisa Rinna shared Kathy's text message, these women, those core five, they protect each other. Like, they've definitely have thousands of text messages being like, let's bring this up, but let's not bring this up. Like they protect one another. And that's why Erica, no, that's why Sutton, Crystal and Garcelle have gotten annoyed re like in the past year because it's like, there's special rules for you guys. You decide who gets protected and you decide who gets exposed. And so for her to bring that up, is it, it really is fucked up. To bring up what? Kathy's text message being like, "There's let's be quiet about it. Like yes. there's no reason to upset everyone. Um, they would do that for one another. Yes. But not for Kyle, not for, I mean, not for Lisa. 
Not for Kathy and not for Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal. No, Lisa Rinna needs to do a better job of concealing when she's so excited and joyful and like can smell blood Mm -hmm. because it was just so crazy. And it makes her look so bad. Yeah, it really does. And the thing is, I believe that you can say something mean about someone in a really heated moment, and that's not how you feel. Well, yes. And this also applies to Salt Lake City because a lot of the first episode is about with what Lisa Barlow said on the the rant. And I want to know what you think. That's why it's literally the same thing. That's why I actually appreciated Kathy being like, I said it and I didn't mean it, but like, here's why I said it. I feel like I can never get a hold of you. Like you are not really interested in like a relationship with me. And Kyle like didn't necessarily deny that. She's like, it's just a lot to talk to you. And like, you don't ask me about me. So it's like, I appreciated them at least acknowledging, like I didn't make this stuff up. Like I'm hurt because of X, Y, and Z. And I definitely went, you know, out of control in what I said, but it came from a place of like, I appreciated Kathy at least trying to talk about like, there's an origin to these feelings yeah so it was like actually such a mature conversation and the way that like lisa just shut it down by being so evil i was really upset by i really was justice for kathy like i don't think kathy's now gonna take down kyle and her family if it's the last thing she does no i don't think even if she maybe said that like i don't think that's what she's gonna do yeah yeah um so I watched the first maybe five and or ten minutes of Salt Lake City. Their, their relationship is so precarious mm-hmm. that like I think with the two of them, they just have to let shit go. Yes. They can't yes. get into, so why did you say this and what did you mean if by that? If they really want to like, continue. Listen, I reached that level of like feeling how I used to feel. Yeah. This is why I reached that way. Can we move forward? Yeah, no, you're right. Because it seems like they're both really sensitive to the time when they weren't talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. In, in a relationship like that, you have to at some times like swallow things. Yeah, like and even though it's probably hard for Kyle, um, to like know that her sister like said this stuff about her and now she's just gonna drop it. I think she just has to drop it. Otherwise they'll go they're going back circles, to that place. Yeah. So did Meredith and Lisa on episode one talk to one another about the rant? Yes. So episode one started filming two months after the reunion. Okay. And I like how they were referring to the reunion as in LA. In LA. Um, and what I found interesting was that Meredith said that Lisa hadn't called her once in those two months. Then there's a party, first episode. Lisa goes up to Meredith and says, like, I would love to talk to you. I don't think here's the place, but I'm so sorry. And Meredith's like, okay, cool. And then Lisa starts talking to Seth and gets into a longer conversation just about how sorry she is about everything. And Meredith's thing is like, you didn't call me for two months. You know, how could you be that sorry? And then when there are cameras, like, you want to be so sorry. Right. Then on Watch What Happens Live, Lisa said that she... After the reunion, she tried to talk to Meredith at dinner. They all went to dinner together. And How Meredith awkward. like wouldn't hear it. And Lisa was like, she just need she needed time. And I needed to give her space. That I understand. But so, to have the first interaction be on camera is like a little shallow. I agree too. But now Meredith is like, Meredith is in not a great position right now, but like she decides when her and Lisa yeah. get our friends again and when it's over. But instead of just like waiting and trying to forgive and move on she's slinging rumors about lisa like lisa sleeps with i'm not saying lisa doesn't sleep with people for money so now i'm not saying lisa doesn't now she's just as bad as lisa now the playing field is even she's stooped to her level and lisa can stop eating crow because what if what lisa did with to you was so so bad now you're doing the same thing except you're saying it in your confessionals when it's like right tar you know she was on a hot mic yeah no and she she was definitely caught in a bad moment and i do think like even though it's really hard to hear what like somebody truly thinks of you in those moments like there is a way to get past that in a friendship i also don't think that's what someone truly thinks of you i think that's what some dark demon corner of their mind thinks of yeah. you. Yeah. But that's not the whole picture. What, I agree. What I, like, how I feel in my angriest moment 
is not how I feel. No, it's maybe a, a one percent of how I feel, but yeah. the rest of ninety nine percent is love and and light. So that's like a bad call by Meredith, but then also just a general bad call is like her being so close with Jen. Yeah. Like, yikes, Meredith, yikes. Yeah, and what's also crazy is, like, Whitney and Heather... Are on the fritz. In real time. For se- episode one, everything's fine, but okay. something happens this season because now Whitney and... I can't remember anyone's name ever. Whitney and Heather, Whitney bad and weather. Lisa are doing... Did Watch Happens Live together last mm. night. Like, having such a laugh. One question, who do you trust more, Lisa or Heather? And Whitney said, right now, Lisa. That's the thing about a ho- Housewives of Salt Lake City that... I think makes the show bad is there are no true friendships every five minutes someone is really close with someone that they hated and we never got real clear how we got here like all the women are so scrupulous yeah and so I'm still I still like Lisa and I like Meredith I really hope that they can work it out but I don't think Meredith will ever really forgive in a real way but but she was able to forgive Jen right so maybe and Jen time after time not one bad moment time after time continue to go after Meredith's son right and honestly the way that Meredith wouldn't give in to Jen made me had such respect for her because it's like you know what this is a show yada yada but you came for my kid and I had a lot of respect for how she she stood her ground and honestly she's it's giving spineless it's giving like Teddy Mellencamp yes but sometimes like you're so angry about something for so long and then one day it's just irrelevant I feel that way about Erica and Sutton. Yeah. It's like when they were I fighting. I love them. When they were fighting, it was like these so two. Bad. Like Erica's literally gonna. Kill her. I, I, they'll never speak again. Yeah. And then when I was watching the episode last night, I was like, most in the past. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right about that. And by the way, I love the reunion. And so sometimes it just lifts. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, of course. Because you can't hold on to that anger Hatred, forever. yeah. So maybe eventually it will lift for Meredith, just like it, uh, Meredith and Lisa, just like it did for Jen. But I do think that it is a good thing. And I think... It's not uh, just specific to housewives. I think that's how things happen in life too because you got to let go of shit. Otherwise, like you become like a hate-filled person yeah. who walks around with like this chip on their shoulder. Yeah, totally. and it, but I also think there are sometimes someone does something and it's like maybe if you didn't have to see them every day and work with them, you would cut them out and be done with it. Like probably Meredith and Jen would never have spoken again if they both weren't housewives because I feel like that's how people operate mostly in their personal lives. But when you're forced to be around them every day, you're forced right. to figure it out. Right, you would just write them out of your life if it wasn't for the show. Right. Um, so hopefully it's a good season. Like it's like delayed gratification with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because you're always waiting for like the justice. No, and it doesn't even look like her guilty plea is part of the season. The reunion. That's I know. It's in like four months. And like, will she be on next season? Like, no. She's going to jail. Right. But also, why would Bravo be hiring someone who is guilty, admittedly guilty of right. Right, so where does Bravo draw the line now with, like, hiring criminals? No, no, it should be, like, really clear. Like, she took people's retirement money. Teresa never pled guilty. Mm Mm-hmm. And honestly, Teresa really never should have gone to jail because Teresa wasn't a guilty person. She was only guilty of being dumb. Yeah. Which is not a crime. Um, But no, you're right now. Like, we have an admitted guilty person who is accused of really heinous crimes are you still employed? No, it's a good question. I didn't think about it like that. And they dropped the axe pretty quickly. Right. No, you're totally right. Hmm. Makes you think. So tonight is, well, last night was Kardashians, but I didn't watch it at midnight. So we'll watch and then recap that tomorrow for our final show of the week. 
Can't wait. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR, Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about a beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. You gotta get down on Friday. Maybe it could be a shy day. Perhaps, perhaps. Perhaps a shy day. Bye, guys. <laughs>